This episode of Inside Acting is brought to you in part by VO2GoGo.com, the award-winning voiceover training system and winner of Backstage's Reader's Choice Award for Best VO Training four years in a row. Visit VO2GoGo.com start for a free getting started in voiceover online class that will help you add voiceover to your acting portfolio. That's VO2GoGo.com start. Everybody, welcome to episode 173 of Inside Acting. Uh, I'm Trev. And I'm AJ. And uh, we are sitting here with four other actors for our annual kind of actors roundtable uh, episodes. And we have uh, with us today, go ahead and introduce yourself, Jasmine. Hello, I'm Jasmine Bristow, still. Cool. And uh, Joe Karam. Ben Whitehair, you may remember me from such episodes as... The oh. first voicemail. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know every other episode since. Oh, and Helena Santos. All right. So we got a rock star team lined up. I know all these people are, are uh, up to big, exciting things in their careers. I know the details of many of these people have had they've had great years. And so what we're kind of going to go through here over the next few episodes is just a little roundtable discussion and talk about basically just review our, our, our careers in the context of three big questions. And those questions are, what worked this past year? What didn't work this past year? And then what are we going to do next year? Or what are we going to commit to or declare for next year? And I thought we'd all just kind of take turns and just chime in and, and mastermind the shit out of this. So, <laughs> you guys, is that a thing? So mastermind sweet. the shit out of something? It is something? now. It is now. <laughs> it is now. Trademark. start with AJ, because AJ's been in New York. This is a big year for you, man. I mean, you, you relocated completely to uh, a new city. Yeah. Um, Some would say abandoned your best friend <laughs> to move across the country. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he said that to other people. He's just relishing the fact that you can do it in front of a microphone now. <laughs> That's not the first time I've heard that. Um, well, b- before I start, actually, I just want to say that like some of our longtime listeners may recognize the names around the table from last year's roundtable, and we actually... Um, uh, wanted to do that on purpose because we thought Trevor and I talked about it, this and we thought it would be interesting to actually see how some careers had developed and grown and changed over time. So um, I'm really excited to hear about other people's journey besides ours. And I think that's another thing that Trevor and I talked about is, you know, you guys hear us all the time. As Ben said before we started recording, every episode. <laughs> oh my god! Um, Everyone listening is like, do they like each other? Are they, <laughs> right. I thought they really no. cared about each other. Yeah, we do. Until Hashtag we romance. Moved. We, moved. Uh, we moved away. So uh, yeah, thanks Trevor for uh, throwing it to me and putting me on the hot seat there. But it's fine. It's fine. I can I can handle it. Yeah, that's uh, what you do, man. That's what we do. That's what we do. It's like an audition, <laughs> right? Uh, I mean, a meeting. Sure. Sure. Wow. Whoa, what was that? <laughs> Somebody kicked the dog, dog, dog or something. Fight. Time for the zombie apocalypse. Dog fight out in the hallway. Um, so, yeah, I mean, obviously my, my what worked, what didn't work, and what's next is all going to be 
revolving around one central theme, which is moving completely across the country. And so for me, that that colors everything, the, the move to New York. And so if I was to focus just on what worked, um, I would say when I finally, when we had finally made the decision to stay in New York, I think it was the, you know, um, take no prisoners approach that we've been talking about on the podcast for the last few months and just really saying like, I, I literally have nothing to lose. Uh, and the end of that sentence for a while was, I literally have nothing to lose here in New York. But really the, the truth of the matter is that sentence ends after the word lose. I have nothing to lose. And it's a very liberating you know, feeling. And I think that's what worked this year was just knowing that I I have nothing to lose and approaching my career from that perspective always, no matter where I am or what I'm de- doing or, or what I'm dealing with, um, whether it be auditions or creating my own content or especially in dealing with uh, relations, relationships in the, in, in the industry. So, you know, sending an email to a very successful, very famous Hollywood producer is not, it's like, it, it, there, there, that might have been a, a, a fearful experience in the past. And with that sort of liberation, now it's like, okay, who, like, who cares? If she doesn't email me back, so what? If she does and I don't get anywhere, so what? And if she does and something comes from it, then awesome. So, you know, just, just approaching everything that way, uh, I feel like is, is, is really what worked. Um, and then going all the way back to the actual decision to move, I think, um, I think I wrote about this in a, in a dispatch, but just the advice that I got from Jasmine specifically, but also Ben and Ryan and, and uh, a lot of our, our other friends, which is like, there's no such thing as a bad decision or a, an incorrect path. There's just a path. There's just a decision. There's just something that you choose. And then the, you know, I don't even want to say consequences, but the what whatever occurs after that is just that path. And it's not like going to New York was an incorrect thing to do necessarily. And I, I'm grateful that I got the opportunity to learn all of these things that I'm talking about right now through this crazy, awesome, life-changing, geographic-moving, uh, you know, Broadway smash hit musical experience. Does now, that make sense? Yeah, I want to ask you a question, actually, because um, you went out to New York, as our listeners know, for this musical, and it was going on full, you know, all for all, what am I trying to say? It was firing on all cylinders for mm-hmm. a few months there, and then all of a sudden, out of the blue, the, the plug kind of got pulled on it. And I'm wondering how that experience kind of informed your approach this year, which was really effective for you, which was this whole take no prisoners approach. Because when I, you know, when you were here in LA, we were, you know, doing the grind, but it feels like once that musical was kind of closed, you were, you went into a different frame of mind than I've experienced with you before. And um, I also want to ask you one more question after that, but what, so talk about that. Well, it was because, I mean, it's a really simple answer, which is that I didn't think we were going to stay. So that, it's so weird. Like I, 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 I sort of accidentally played a mind trick on myself. I thought we were going to come back. 
we ended up getting agents and Jasmine loves it there, which I'm sure she'll talk about. So I'll let her do that. She's shaking her head. She's lying. Uh, I'll let her talk about that. But uh, I thought we were leaving. So to think, okay, I'm here, I'm in a major market, but I'm not really going to stay. So it doesn't matter if I like step in poop around these people, you know, it's not, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like if I embarrass myself, if I say something stupid or do something stupid, like talk it, about stepping in poop or something. Yeah. Exactly. That's on why a, I said a, that. It's on, meta. On the internet. It's meta. Follow. Oh stay God, with I me people. It. Uh, it, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. So that's where, that's where that totally, that's where that came from. It was like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to leave. So I guess whatever, I guess my uh, quote unquote advice to, to, to people trying to get into the, a mindset of, of that liberated feeling, I guess my advice would be find whatever makes you, whatever tricks your mind into thinking that you have um, uh, limited time. I mean, you know, I don't want to get too morbid, but if you read like um, the four agreements, you know, that, that, that thing is death. Like we're all going to die. Okay. Accept it. Boom. Move on. I might die today. I might not. Yeah, exactly. That's read the four agreements. It was my pick of the week a long time ago. I'm just saying like, there's a mind trick that you can play on yourself to say, I don't have a lot of time here and now. So there, so there isn't anything to lose. And I, so does that answer your question? Yeah, totally. Totally. It was because it seemed like it was just a different, different set of circumstances that kind of pulled this kind of AJ version 2.0-ness, <laughs> and you were already, you know, really working on yourself a lot. I mean, we all, most of us have been, you know, involved in this kind of personal development work, but but it seemed like there was a switch that flipped for you, and it seems like it was really effective. I mean, you've just been, you know, that things was been it. going great. That yeah. was the switch. That was the switch, was having cool. the quote-unquote rug pulled out from under me with the show, but thinking like, well, I've got a couple of months here, you know, to kind of feel it out, but I'll, I'll make... I'll make the most of it, you know, and I, and I almost wish, I mean, everything's perfect and we learn these things in the time that we're, you know, supposed to learn them, but I kind of wish that I had had a little more of that when I was here, mm -hmm. you know, it's sort of like, it's, man, this is very meta actually, because it's kind of like why the show closed. The show closed because there was no urgency to see it. There was, it was off Broadway, there was no star and no closing date. Hmm. So being here, mm. like... I, there was no quote-unquote closing date to being in Los Angeles. I had time. I had a mon an abundance of time. So there wasn't like this urgency to like make things happen. So being in New York and thinking, ah, I'm only going to be here for a couple months, there it created an urgency. Yeah. And I think that that is when the, the switch flipped, as you were saying. Cool. And, and it, cool. And it, like LA is where you chose to be cautious about making choices and you know, establishing relationships, there's caution around it because it's, because you're like, well, I'm here and I, I, it's about face and whereas in New York it's, it was, it was like, I've got nothing to lose and, you know, throw caution to the wind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. I love that. AJ, um, do you remember last year we, we kind of went around and we all kind of chose a word to kind of define or be or be our sort of over overriding theme for the year. Do you remember your word from last year? Are you about to like make my mind explode right now? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I don't know what your word. I don't remember what your word was. But I'm wondering if you remember what I it was. I don't. Okay. Wait, Joe. Uh, I don't remember. Just listen to that. Yeah, that was your test. No, no, you just failed. Sorry, buddy. You know what's funny is I think it might have been urgency actually. Really? I think it might. I think it may have been. I'm just writing this down because I want to kind of 
get bullet point out oh. these uh, this oh, conversation. I thought you were pulling it out. I know. Yeah, yeah. right. That's what I saying. wrote down AJ's word. For, yeah, yeah. Since it's not a video podcast, um, <laughs> it, it, Trevor just pulled out a notebook out of his bag and it was like, "Do you remember what your word was?" And I was like, "Are you about to make my brain explode right now?" But, it would be uh, so much cooler if I actually it's very had anticlimactic. Your, yeah, Thanks, sorry about that, Trevor. everybody. We uh, can so, pause and then go listen to the whole episode. <laughs> and come back. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah, that's true. your word was burrito. <laughs> no, um, ah yes. Oh, so yeah, year yeah. of the burrito. The year be, of the burrito. Be, before we move on, um, can you just kind of run down what you feel like were your biggest victories this year? I mean, we talked a little bit about sort of the kind of general kind of ways of being victories, like the yeah. shifts in how you how you kind of operated in the world. But like from a career perspective, what happened this year that you get to celebrate? The tangibles. Yeah. Definitely booking Heather's in New York. So doing my first musical in New York, I always told myself that I wouldn't move to New York unless it was for a job, and then I got one. So um, funny how that works. Funny how that works. Just telling the universe like ten years prior that that that, that was going to be the case. Um, so booking booking Heather's for sure. Um, having my first ever um, feature film released in theaters like is like crazy talk to me. Like that's such a like. I even saying it out loud is is weird. It, it's so it's so crazy. And to be in in a scene with all three stars and 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 have that be the scene that I was in, like it just makes my mind uh, explode. That's one and two. And then I would say the third one is getting uh, getting my new agent. And the reason for that is because I um, I got my first agent right out of college. I got my second agent, and they never actually signed me. I was hip pocketed by them for for years. And so this was like a bona fide, went in for a meeting, sat down, enrolled them into who I be and what I can do, and then they wanted to sign me like an hour later. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I think those would be the, the, the big three professional professional. Well ones. played, man. Yeah. Well played. Well, little Thanks. high five action. Boom. Awesome. Kick ass here. Uh, sweet. So which way are we going? We're in that way or this uh, way? I want to go this way. I want to yeah. talk to Jasmine. I want to get Jasmine's like kind of, kind of, um, the other side of, kind of perspective next. Yeah, because yeah, this yeah. is the other kind of He's half sorry. of the experience <laughs> here. Jasmine, you relocated to New York City with AJ. And I know... Uh, I mean, <laughs> Um, and I, I know that, um, you know, before you guys left, there was sort of like a, do we stay, do we go? And um, I know it must have been kind of challenging for you to kind of see, you know, like, dude, I've just moved here from Australia like a year ago, and now I got to relocate again, and I, I got to I got to kind of move away from these relationships I developed. So yeah. um, what uh, what was your year like? I guess, I guess sticking with our theme here, what do we get to kind of, what worked this year in terms of... Uh, there was a of lot of that. questions in there that have been. I know, I asked answers. you about five questions. <laughs> uh, you think I have it down by now? Yeah. No, but 173 episodes in, he's still learning how to interview still people. Can't <laughs> <do it. laughs> still can't do it, man. But, but your, your first question, my answer to that kind of ties into my first win or what worked. And that is the decision to move to New York. It, it, it did completely come out of the blue. You know, I. I had just moved to LA from San Francisco and um, I, sorry, um, <laughs> I, I wasn't planning to leave. I, I, I moved here thinking this was, would be it. Moved here being LA thinking this would be it. And then to have this opportunity just come out of nowhere to move to New York and, and have to weigh that up and be like, well, okay, this really wasn't what I was planning, but 
you know, I talked, I would talk to people about it and because I never spent any time in New York before that either. Um, but people like Ben and Ryan and a few of our other awesome friends were like, you know, New York is an amazing place and I think it's your kind of city. And I was like, okay, I don't really know what that means, but I trust you. I don't know why I trust you, but I do. <laughs> um, and it's, it, it really has been such an amazing experience. I'm so glad I did it. And what worked was following my heart. You know, and mm. that's kind of you, AJ, following my heart. But it just, outside of that, I wanted it to feel like the right thing for me, as you know, even for my career. And it just did. I, I felt like the, um, the industry in New York felt like a better fit for me. It's, there's a lot more indie stuff and really good quality indie stuff. Even the TV that's coming out of New York has a different feel. And I just, I feel like that fits me better in general and the opportunity was there and I went with it and I'm, I'm so happy there. Mm. I'm so happy there. So following my heart was, you know, I, I think something that definitely worked. Awesome. Um, completely changed the course of the year. I mean, when we sat down to do this last year, it was, <laughs> I mean, it was a vague possibility, I think, but it mm. wasn't really, it was a very small one. Yeah. And yeah. So having gone through this sort of pretty major transition in such a short amount of time, and you said even just a year ago, it yeah. was sort of just a vague possibility, and, and all of a sudden here you are, you know, 365 days later. Hmm. Um, wh what advice would you have for somebody who's in a similar situation or, or maybe thinking of moving somewhere to pursue some sort of job opportunity or, or market? Uh, find out as much as you can about what you're getting into. You know, what possibility, what opportunities or relationships are there that you can utilize? You know, I, I had my commercial agent here, had a meeting set up with me, set up for me with a commercial agent in New York before I got there, which was, it, that particular meeting didn't go anywhere, but just, you know, taking action and, and having in place whatever you can. Just, I, I think, know that it will take time to adjust. And, and allow yourself that time. I I really hit the ground running when we first got to New York. I I went started going to actor salon and I was going to classes and I was, you know, going to meetings all the time and auditing things and um, going to workshops and, you know, I it was awesome. I'm really glad I did it that way. But it's good to just give yourself some adjustment time as well. Mm -hmm. You know. It's easy to underestimate how much your social circle and support network, mm. how much of an impact that has. Even though that's not your career, it's still your life and your life is a lot of different, uh, you know, areas. It's not just your career. So. That's huge. Yeah. Just a, it, yeah. If you're moving for your career, it's probably easy to get narrow-minded about it and make that everything, but know that you've got to pad all areas of your life. Yeah, yeah. I, I think we, as you know, I think artists or actors specifically tend to be more entrepreneurial in spirit, in spirit, I should say. And we tend to think a little bit kind of one dimensionally that way. Like I'm on a mission and I'm gonna make mm -hmm. this happen and we forget that we're multi-dimensional 
sort of, you know, personalities and spirits inside of these bodies and that we we have, I think of this the game The Sims. You guys ever play The Sims? Mm-hmm. You know, you have those, your eight <laughs> bars that you have to kind of tend to. You got like your light bars. You have to make sure there's enough natural light in your Sims house. <laughs> and you got to make sure they, the they poop before, on right? a regular basis, probably. <laughs> I think so. So it's like you know I I put that like Wait, I played that, that game. Is that the second poop, poop reference? It is. Yeah. 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 But the you other know. one wasn't actually being recorded. For those of you playing time. inside acting poop bingo at home, <laughs> everybody Make take sure a you shot. Your card. Every time there's the, the word poop, poop, you gotta take a shot. Yeah. Um, but I think that's I think that's really IP drinking games. I think it's important to acknowledge, you know, um, yes. that that there are many aspects that we get to kind of just keep in mind as we go we move through this journey, mm-hmm. um, not just the administrative stuff, mm-hmm. you know, like do I have an agent? Do I go out in the auditions this month? You know, do I have the right headshots? Is my reel up up to yeah. speed? And, but you know, like, am I having fun? Do I have somebody that I can hang out with and and just you know yeah. eat a burrito with? A burrito is another uh, hot it's word on this. Back. You can just. Yeah, that's, <laughs> anyway. one of the, that's one of the main things that I talk to people about when they ask about pursuing a career or advice burritos? or whatever. Is, yeah, <laughs> make what bre- breakfast, breakfast burritos specifically. That is the secret. Uh, no, enjoying the journey and like really yeah. falling in love with the process. And yeah. I think sometimes it takes, sometimes it takes reinventing one's relationship to the process. And by the process, I mean the day to day what you're doing as, as an actor or a performer from auditions to networking to being on set to meeting people to marketing, like the whole journey of it is what you're signing up for. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes I think it just takes people realizing that and reinventing, finding creative ways to, to make friends and fall in love with the day-to-day. And for some people, I, I know I have friends who really like when they realized what the day-to-day life looks like to be a working actor, they said, you know what, that's actually not the day-to-day life I want. And so they went to another path and went into medicine or business or something else. And there's no shame in that. I, I think it just takes, you know, taking taking a look at that and deciding for yourself, is this something that I can actually reinvent my relationship to and fall in love with? Or maybe it's not the path for you mm-hmm. because if you're not enjoying the day-to-day of it, then like, what's the point? Yeah. Like we could get hit, I could get hit by a bus this week be really disappointed but like it's possible (laughs) and if I've been living my life in a way that I'd be really sad about what I'm doing or saying like oh well like you know I just got to do this thing that I hate for 10 years so I can be happy like well what if you get hit by a bus in those 10 years like that would suck (laughs) so have your life be wholly what you want and and love the journey yeah your life is now absolutely uh jazz what uh what are some kind of tangible kind of career victories that you that you had this year uh, that you created I I mean first I would just say making the choice to go to go to New York yep and and having a plan for when I got there um, I've had I've had some good meetings with some great agencies and I um, I started working with an across-the-board agent pretty soon after I arrived um, but just recently started working with Paradigm in their commercial department, which is a pretty big... Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> I don't guess. Be, don't be I modest guess. about that one. Um, which came... I will give a brief overview of how that happened. Someone that we met, AJ and I met, well, I met originally and now we're all friends, at, at that magic cafe where the where we met the astronomer. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh I, I, just, I was there one day, and this guy's like, are you a dancer? I said, yeah. And 
you know, three hours later, we we realized we knew all the same people. And, and then a few meetings later, he's like, let me introduce you to my commercial agent. I was like, okay. How about that? Yeah. Right on. So, um, that's all, there's so much more I could say about New York. Yeah. I'm, I'm basically a walking advertisement for the entertainment industry and you know that's, in New York that's right now. advertisement for the Americans. <laughs> <laughs> advertisement. <laughs> Aluminium. <laughs> um, so do you remember... Le- lever. Do, yeah. <laughs> do you remember your, your word from last year by chance or your theme? I'm going to guess it was risk. Hmm. I would say you took some risks this year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel, man, right on. You're, you're making yeah. me feel bad, Trevor. I feel like I should go no. back and, and listen to that episode again. <laughs> I think you guys might not have actually used, you may not have had really? keywords. You, didn't we? I, I could have sworn we did. If we didn't, huh? then that's my yeah. bad for putting wow. you on the spot and making. <laughs> that would be but, the best. But I do. If we didn't <laughs> actually do that, that would be hysterical. <laughs> I do specifically remember mine. And I, I remember. I could have sworn we went around, but we might not have been rolling at that point. There might have um, been one. Yeah. yeah. That sounds about right, yeah. All right. In any um, case. A, a, and, other, a co- and a couple of other things would be, um, I worked at Tribeca, which was yeah. a fantastic experience. Um, awesome film festival. Yeah. 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 And they do a lot of um, free workshops and things for, for their staff. So I got to attend and just learn a lot and meet people and... Um, I think those in the yeah. That's great. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Right on. All right, so Joe, let's move on to you, brother. I, I have just met you about a half hour ago. Um, <laughs> but uh, cool. AJ gave me a kind of a quick rundown of, of your background. So you are, I guess, originally from France. Is that Actually, right? Actually, uh, originally from Lebanon. My family is from wow. uh, from Lebanon, where I was born. I spent my first two years there. Uh, I was born during the civil civil war. And uh, and then I you know we left because of that and I ended up growing up in Paris for the next uh, 15 years. Wow! And I came to California for college in the year 2000. And I've wow! Been, yeah, I've been here since. And uh, you and you had kind of had a your your life took a different path and then at some point you were like you know what screw this I don't want to do this I want to be an actor. Yeah, I mean yeah I mean it's a it's a long story I'm sure but it's uh you know I I I went to to. I was in the Bay Area for, for many years. I went to college uh, at Stanford where I studied psychology, economics, and computer science, and eventually uh, went to work uh, at Google for, uh, in, you know, in Silicon Valley for about, uh, I spent about six years there. I was working as a user experience researcher, which is a fancy word for engineering psychologist or um, informa- information architect. Um, and I was also a, a serial inventor there, meaning I issued a, a number of uh, pat- uh, patents. Um, but, uh, but you know, that whole, I think I stayed there a little uh, longer than I intended to. One of the reasons being that I was waiting for my green card. That was a big step for me. That was, a, you know, that was this huge wall that was sort of stifling a lot of um, the, some natural um, impulses, you know, passions that I wanted to follow and that I just wasn't able to. And I wasn't sure, you know, at the time, if you had asked me, you know, a couple of years, like, you know, uh, a couple of years before I got my green card, I, I wasn't necessarily committed to going down the acting route. I, I had a number of ideas, you know, different paths that I was considering, uh, contemplating um, at the time. Music composition was, was one, but there, there were a lot of other different things. It was, it was you know, a little nonspecific at the time. But of course, you know, when I did get the green card, that was sort of a huge weight uh, off of my shoulders. And, um, you know, and I remember at first, I, um, 
Um, you know, I felt maybe like I think a good analogy that I, I like to use is a guy who's just been released from prison and he's kind of um, uh, he doesn't know exactly what he's going to do, you know, the, um, the next the next couple of days or, um, I mean, you know, but uh, but he knows uh, with, with great certainty that the future is bright mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, and um, and that's how it felt. I went back to, to, to France for you know, that summer to sort of talk to all my, my friends and kind of take that 30,000 feet view on my life and see where, you know, where I was going, what I, uh, you know, interest, do a lot of introspection, trying to figure out, you know, what the next steps were going to be for me. And that was really, I had narrowed it down to basically two things, a, a music composition and, uh, and acting. And, and I think the reason I chose acting as the primary pursuit uh, is because um, uh, I think I was coming out of a phase where I was relatively isolated socially, I think, and, and, I, and I, I, I needed to be um, uh, engaging with uh, human beings on a, on a deep level. You know, technology was, was a great place. I mean, you know, the corporate world was interesting and all that, but everything was, you know, data-driven. Everything was analytical. It was using one half of the brain. And, if, you know, of course, in the corporate world, no matter how exciting the company uh, uh, and, and its mission is, uh, you know, it's bound, you know, the, the, the day-to-day lifestyle of a corporate, um, corporate world is bound to be, um, uh, to sort of bring you down to a common denominator with your peers. You know, you don't really get to, to I mean, con- con- contrast that with, with acting with, with a scene partner on the very raw, uh, you know, you go straight to the core of the human experience. You know, you, you engage on, on a level that is just not the typical everyday experience of, of, of anyone, you know, whether you're in the corporate world or even if you're, even if you're a self-starter entrepreneur. I mean, uh, it's still, you know, uh, people are very, you know, we, we have boundaries between us and on our day-to-day, which are here for a reason, uh, which uh, thankfully in acting we are able to, to ignore and, and go past and, and challenge and, and, and um, you know, so... I mean, um, long story short, let's see, I got on a bit of a tangent here, but, um, uh, well, not really. I mean, so yeah, so I, 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 um, I also wanted to make a move to San Francisco proper, which I hadn't, you know, I, I didn't feel comfortable doing while I was, you know, on my H1 visa. I felt like I, I had to be close to work. I had this three minute commute in Mountain View, but then, you know, I eventually moved to San Francisco proper, was able to enjoy, um, enjoy the city. And this is where I started, uh, acting as well. Um, awesome. And um, uh, sorry, what was the original question? <laughs> uh, well, you were so, I just was—I just wanted to know more about you. I mean, we've—I've yeah. we, never—I don't know—I didn't know anything about you until now. Sure. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's really cool. How long have you been in this world then? I mean, you left in acting. Yeah. Yeah, you sure. left your your kind of corporate world behind. When? Mm-hmm. When? Roughly? That was uh, well. I, I um, it was a bit of a progressive thing. I took a leave of absence from the company for three months, uh, wh- wh- during which I moved to San Francisco and started acting to kind of test the waters. At the time, when I had come back from my you know little. Uh, invigorating trip to, to Paris. One item on my list of to do to do list was um, uh, try out, sign up for an introductory acting class, and that's it. It was no more ambitious than that. It was you know it was tentative. It was just kind of let's feel it out. You know I, w- I was certainly not uh, telling people that I was potentially serious about that, but even to myself I was I was being cautious. I wanted to really you know take it one step at a time and see if if, if it was what I thought it was and. Um, 
And it was, you know, it really, uh, it, it really allowed me to reconnect with parts of, of who I was. And I think deep down, deep down, I'm much more of a, a humanist. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I was in the, you know, I was surrounded by analysts and technologists mm -hmm. and for, for many years, which, which is, you know, it's, it's fascinating. And, and there's definitely a, 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 you know, I would say half of me who, who needs that as well. Maybe I'm swinging to the, you know, the pendulum is swinging the other extreme right now. Right. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, I'm definitely more of an artist scientist, uh, hmm. you know, than a pure artist. That's for sure. I love that artist scientist. That's no one, scientist. no one at this table understands a pendulum swing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Science and technology and art and. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so that's, that's so that is really that is really really cool. Um, so to get a little bit more granular with it, then what uh, what worked for you this year in, yeah. in terms of your career? Well, the big thing for I, me was I, I just want to yeah. point out that that. After taking this leap of faith and leaving the corporate world, Joe now has more IMDb credits than most professional actors yeah. out there. Like, uh, we were, you know, in order to, to do a little bit of uh, research and background uh, on on him um, earlier, so I would know what to, what he was bringing to the table. We were Jasmine and I were on his IMDb. He's got like fifty plus credits. On IMDb, as an actor and a producer and a couple other things, right? Yeah, uh, writer because you wrote a couple of things, oh, yeah. producer, actor. actor but I'm just saying, like, in we're talking in what a, two years, About two years. and a half years after leaving Google, like 50 plus, like, yeah. I don't. I think that I think that's everyone at this table combined. So that so in terms of like what worked, I wanted to add that little caveat to your question, Trevor. Just because I want to know what worked and like how the f <laughs> did you what worked so well that you you know and 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 earlier we were I I asked you a little bit about it and you were like oh you know a lot of self submission and I'm going what well, I I did I did the click yeah. we've talked Trevor mm -hmm. and I have talked so much mm -hmm. on the podcast about the click and submit thing and how it like didn't uh, mm -hmm. create results for us mm -hmm. I'm like what. Have you the been up to that specific <clears throat> castable type? Mm -hmm. Sure, so specific. Sure, so yeah. I mean, I, and that's true. And for those of you, uh, you know, listening, go onto the website and look at Joe's headshot. I guess, but I, 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 I like, I get what you're saying, Jasmine. Yeah. And I want to go like, what did you do to sort of take advantage of right. that? Yeah. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, so Would you like me to answer that first, or that <laughs> <laughs> all of the above? Uh, all of the above. Go. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I guess the question would be, what worked this year in the yeah, context? Yeah, let me start with that. Let me just in, start with In the, the context of the other stuff that we just, you know, talked about. Okay. Okay, I'll try. So the, uh, I, I guess the big thing for me was also a, a story of uh, relocation. You know, relocating from San Francisco. I was telling Jasmine earlier than uh, that. Um, I, I, it took me. It actually took me a, a many months for me to muster the courage to, to make the decision to, to leave San Francisco and move to Los Angeles. Even though I had very little holding me back up there, I, and it was I was I was you know I just enjoyed San Francisco and I, and I thought um, I would perhaps leave my heart in San Francisco as the saying goes. But it turns out once I made the, the decision and once I left. Um, and got in my car and started to drive on my birthday. That was my birthday <laughs> present to myself, That's moving awesome. to Los Angeles. Um, I, uh, I never looked back. And, and that was a very pleasant and unexpected surprise. That was a huge success, I would say, to, to, to have um, moved from San Francisco, which is a lovely city, uh, to Los Angeles and 
which I used to hate. I used to hate Los Angeles. I, I've heard that I, everybody in San Francisco hates people in Los Angeles. Like, <laughs> no, but, not just know? from hearsay, from personal visits. Mm. I, you know, all I, of course, you know, I would get hit by the smog, the the, the traffic, the the concrete. The, the you know, I, I, I actually I was on a road trip with a friend three years ago, and we were you know on our way to the Grand Canyon, but we wanted to visit the Avenue of the Stars, or not? Um, uh, is that what it's called? We're all like yeah. Hollywood Boulevard. Walk of Fame. Oh, oh yes, thank you. Uh, Walk of Fame. And, and I was, I had it. I was like, dude, let's get the hell out of here. And we did. And that was three years ago. You know, it's just, it's, it's so interesting how the, that turnaround happened. How Los Angeles can be a, a, a great place if you come here with a purpose. And if you come here with, um, you know, with, uh, with, with, with a dream, a plan, and, a, and the right attitude. I think you need, you know, you, once, if, you, if you can have these three things uh, coming here, um, you could, you, LA can be a very welcoming place to you. You might actually enjoy it. So, so that was the first uh, part of this, you know, just making the move and then taking the time to settle in. That was the other part because LA can be destructive over time. I had heard all the stories and I believed them. Um, and I believe they are true. They, they, there is probably a lot of negativity and doubt and all of that. So I wanted to you know, make, when I moved in, I, I took a couple of weeks to just make my place feel homey. And you know, it seemed like, it seems like something trivial, but it was actually uh, a very important step. I wanted to be able yeah. to come home to, to, to a bubble, disconnected from the, the negativity, the madness, the cynicism. We, we just talked about that yeah. uh, two or three episodes ago. Yeah. One of the, a listener wrote in and said, like, where, where should I live, that kind of mm-hmm. thing. And then we talked about, like, it's really important to create that sort of, like, oh, zen yeah. zone. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but, I think that's yeah. huge. Yeah. That's what I tell people about New York as well, because it's, like, oh, it's such a rat race. And, mm-hmm. But if you have your sanctuary yeah. to go yeah. home to, you could be anywhere. Yeah. 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 Totally. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. So what? And then, what and then the, ne- yeah, the next thing I think, uh, and that, that should probably tie into the se- second question, is that I, I was able to reproduce down here in LA what I knew how to do in San Francisco, with you know, acting wise. In other words, in San Francisco, uh, and by the way, I am so glad if, if uh, as far as advice to people who are considering moving to LA, I am so glad that I started in the secondary market. I, I, I cannot stress that enough. It was much easier to get the, uh, a lot of work in a secondary market like San Francisco than it was down here. It's still possible to work as much down here, but you have to do so much more overhead. You have to go to a lot more auditions. You have to submit yourself to a lot more things, and you have to spend a lot more hours just reading through posts per day. You know, like, I mean, you, you get 100 things in your inbox every day down here. Up, up in San Francisco, there's a lot fewer, but you can still book more in the secondary market. It's less competitive, and if you're the, the one guy who's serious about your career, and you, you, know, you go in these auditions, you know, really, uh, you, know, you, take, you, take, you take your work seriously, um, you, you're gonna see results. And, it, it was, and I hear these stories of people trying to get their SAG eligibility in, in LA and how difficult it is. You can address that a lot easier, in a, a lot more easily in the secondary market, mm-hmm. I think. Um, so, so yeah, in the spring of, of um, after moving to LA, and it may have been a bit of a beginner's luck or just, you know, because I was so nervous or anxious to, to find out, you know, that's the big scare. You, because once you come to LA, you find out whether you have, an, and, and I still don't know, because I mean, right now, I mean, what I did was, um, I was still operating at the, let's say the, the lower level, uh, you know, the stuff that you can self-submit to. Uh, you know, it's a, it's probably a very different ball game. You know, once you start getting agents and managers submitting you to stuff, uh, but at least at that level, I was able to reproduce what I what I did in San Francisco. Um, That's awesome. 
So you have, do you have like kind of? Yeah. I was gonna. I was, I'm sorry to cut in. I just yeah. wanted to ask if you had like three or four bullet point kind of mm. like victories to celebrate. To be like, you know, sure. it, it was awesome that this happened this year. This happened and this happened. Like specific. Sure. So very quickly. Been, so yeah, yeah. it would have been the, the you know having the move. Yeah. Uh, settling in, uh, and then third, uh, reproducing the the same schedule, the same level of work down here than I had in San Francisco. Uh, another one was to make my first, uh, to write and direct my first short film. I actually went back to San Francisco for that in a, at a school that I had good relations with. Actually, the first people, the very first folks who took a chance on me as a professional actor. So that was you know, kind of a nice, um, nice way to That's say goodbye. Um, but, um, and then finally, I would say, and then you mentioned it earlier, you know, get, uh, getting all the IMDb credits up to that, um, to that, to that level, to have that robust resume now that, uh, and to be honest, I mean, the, the, uh, that was done out, you know, there was a lot of focus that uh, required, you know, meaning you had, I had to decide that I was not going to do certain things, uh, like no commercials, no background work, no, no, that, there's a long list of things that I wouldn't do in order to, you know, to, to, to make it happen. I think that that's one thing. Um, and um, and I, I, would, I would admit that some of it was perhaps out of fear or insecurity, you know, because here, you know, I, I'm some guy who's just uh, a, a second act. You know, I, I, and acting is a second act for, for me. I, I, it's not something that I've been living and breathing since I was a kid, or, or let alone since college. I, I did, you know, I studied other things in, in college. I, I worked in the professional world in a completely different environment. So I, I, I think part of me feels like I have something to prove, and, uh, certainly to myself, at least. And mm -hmm. I needed to prove to myself that I am marketable as an actor. And I, I felt like I needed to, you know, build build that um, uh, a substantial resume that when you look at it, you're like, all right, it doesn't look. You know, I wanted I wanted it to look like I've been at it for ten years, mm -hmm. and you know, I think I've succeeded in that in that sense. Yeah. That, that's a huge year right there. You relocated. You were able to reproduce the same results you were having in a minor market. As, and as you said, sometimes it's easier in the minor market. Yeah. And then thirdly, you uh, you got all that stuff up on IMDb to make it look like you're a veteran, right? Uh, uh, you know, from a time perspective, at least. Right. I mean, and, you know, some of it, of course, you, you can only compress so much in so mm -hmm. little time. But at the same time, you know, that, that's real experience that you know nobody can really take away from you. Um, and I think uh, another success was also just just be doing my first features, which was something I could not do in San Francisco. Did you write and produce? Or no, 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 no. no. Just, I mean, just well, I, I associate produced one. Um, um, okay. But I, uh, as far as doing, uh, you know, just being cast on my first features, which was something you, you, you know, it's so hard in San Francisco, right? Yeah. Unless you're an extra, uh, because yeah. there's just no, no market for it. Right. Um, and how, yeah. how, if you don't mind me asking, how old are you? I am, uh, should I say this on the air? You can give us a ballpark. Give a range. Yeah, give I, yeah, I play 27 to 37. Okay. Right. You look so much like Bradley Cooper. I get that on the bound. Yeah. Half sets, I go so through. much. But you know what's funny? I, oh, a couple of things. First of all, uh, it doesn't end here. We actually share the same birthday. No. We do. No. He's a few years older than me, wow. but we share the same birthday. We both speak, we're both bilingual in French and English. Wow. Um... And, you need uh, to yeah. like get in touch with. Yeah, so people say I, I should I play, play his brother murder. or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you need wow. to murder Bradley, Bradley Cooper and really take well. over and take him. all of his jobs. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Cool. Um, wow, that's awesome. Well, uh, thanks for being here, Joe. Thanks for having me. And yeah, that's no. dropping, really cool. Dropping your own like uh, knowledge bombs. I love looking over at Ben every so often when you like when I you just, said you, I love you have you to come said, to LA Joe, with like, like a good attitude. Ben was like, yeah. No, when he said like when you come, come I was like, no, I'm like, yeah. If you come with a good attitude, yeah, a, a, a purpose, a dream, and a good attitude, I'm like, yes. If you go 
anywhere. But if you come to LA with that, like that is just a wholly different experience. Yeah. And yeah. also to the be life experience that you yes. had before you came here is so different from mm-hmm. if you had come here like 20 years old yeah. and only been oh. a theater major. Like it's you you come full with so much experience, and that's why I know Trevor. We have a mutual love of Brit Marling and all their work. Like it's there's a whole other side where there's this world that actors forget exists mm-hmm. outside of just acting mm-hmm. and so here you I'm like I'm already thinking oh what can I cast him in because like, <laughs> like, you can bring so much to a producer or a director's project that you know of course people want to work with you because your skill set and your mind and where you're at is just so full so that's like a plus Thank you. I appreciate yeah. the, the comment. I think that, yeah. um, uh, also uh, beyond just the experience, I think the self-knowledge mm-hmm. is very important. I, uh, there's a part of me that is extremely grateful for not having come here as a 17-year-old. Yeah. I mean, I, I ran into some, some, some younger folks who come here and, and it's all, you know, all they yeah. say is, my manager, teacher, whatever, wants me to do this. Yeah, yeah. And they're so beholden <laughs> to, to all those voices that they hear and that, you know, they don't, they're going left and right and they don't know, they don't know who they are. They don't know what they want. Mm-hmm. And so they don't know how to say no. And they don't. They can't focus as a result. Yeah. Can you be a life coach? Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Oh. We well, know it's so interesting because we've got we've got half the table now who's who a big part of their year this year was yeah. relocating to yeah. a different market. Mm-hmm. And the themes that I'm hearing recurring are risk and focus, mm-hmm. taking risks and then just being like knowing when to say no to something because it's not going to serve your vision. Mm-hmm. And I'm hearing that as a kind of a common theme. And I think that's that's clearly been uh, pretty pretty kick-ass for you guys this year, employing those two things, putting them to work in your life. That's awesome, Joe. Thank you for being here. This episode of Inside Acting has been brought to you in part by Rehearsal 2, the app for actors. Want to learn your lines fast? Be off book for auditions? Explore your character and make stronger choices? There's an app for that. Rehearsal 2. Download it now at rehearsaltheapp.com slash download. That's rehearsaltheapp.com slash download.